Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider, where we rewind movies and reconsider it. I am your host, Mia Fagan Agraviador, and I am joined, as always, by my lovely, beautiful husband, Harrison Fagan. How are we doing today? So you've gone back to the hyphenated last name now. You know, just depending on my mood. Just kind of what I fancy, you know? Or I guess who you don't fancy if you're, exactly. you know. My last yeah. name is Fluid. Okay. I identify as a fluid last name. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, so we are on our last movie of this Blade trilogy. Uh, and we are going to be watching what is quite possibly one of the worst comic book movies, I think. Well, I, I don't know. We haven't seen it yet, so I don't know that we can say that. But I, I think that we can say that many people consider it that. Blade Trinity. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard nothing but bad things about this movie, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too, but I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of cautiously optimistic. I don't see how a movie with this character of Blade, and then you add in Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Biel can be bad. Oh, Jessica Biel's in it? Yeah. I, I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say that you probably had a huge crush on Jessica Biel. Oh, yeah. I watched Seventh Heaven growing up with my mom, <laughs> and so, yeah. All right, so you're excited about this movie. I'm not, because I have heard nothing but bad things. And I heard that this is pretty much Wesley's... This is where Wesley Snipes started to give up. Yeah, I think that's accurate based on some of the stuff that I read about Wesley Snipes when I was d doing our research before the first episode to determine if he had been canceled or something or not. He hasn't been canceled. He's no. just... You know, but we all some, go through things. There's some stories about him <laughs> on the set of this movie that I'm excited to kind of get into after yes, we watch it. And I'm sure we'll have a we whole. We see how this looks, but I don't know. Oral history of it. What What's your expectation? I don't know, man. I I'm gonna be honest with you, and this might not be the most popular opinion, but I don't really like Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, I'm sorry. I don't. Okay, he was good in Deadpool, and then Deadpool Two was good, and then he has done nothing good well he's got deadpool 3 coming i know he just plays the same fucking character every time i'm yeah, sorry yeah but when that character is deadpool i think it works i, I feel mean, like we'll this is it. probably gonna be deadpool in another version yeah i mean do you think he's deadpool in this movie because i'm pretty sure this is that in this plain is, sight yeah i know i'm pretty sure this is the reason why he got casted as deadpool at the beginning at wolverine origins right He's like a big comic book character. Yeah, no, fan. He, he had been advocating for that for a while. This is like his Deadpool was like his dream role. So I mean, I guess he like took this one as a consolation prize. He's like, yeah, ah, I'm never gonna be a big enough star to get cast as Deadpool. I'll so just... I'll just make this a Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, see, that's what I'm not looking forward to. No, Listen, I... Ryan Reynolds as a person seems like a really great guy. He's funny. He seems like a very loving husband. Him and Blake Lively. I hope they never break up. But him as an actor, I don't know. I'm All right, well. Be. You know, let's let's see if this movie can change your mind. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Hunting vampires. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay. Fine. All right. <laughs> I was gonna talk more, but we'll be right back. We're gonna go watch Blade Trinity. Okay, and we are back. We just watched Blade Trinity, and Mia is going to kick us off with the sixty-second summary, and you know. Good luck and Godspeed on getting this one in under the timeline. If you can, you'll be the first one of us to do it for this Blade trilogy. <laughs> That's a lot on my shoulders. Well, I, b I believe in you. How did this movie even start? Okay, no, I got this. I okay. got this. Okay, oh, uh, off to a confident start. <laughs> All right. 
Okay, so Blade Trinity. Uh, Blade is coming back for the third movie, and his Whistler friend is there, but his Whistler friend gets dead or killed, and he's like, I'm alone. And then all of a sudden, he gets uh, welcomed into this group, and they're like, we are vampire hunters just like you, but we're all humans. And he's like, cool, and Ryan Reynolds is there, and Jessica Biel is actually Whistler's daughter. Surprise. So he's all like, what is going on? What do we need to kill? And then it's apparently these these corporate vampire people are have resurrected vampire the vampire dracula and what's their plan they i don't really know so (laughs) blade and his ragtag team of people get to go and fight dracula and then they end and that's pretty much it okay so 43 seconds you you just kind of glossed over the whole beginning part of like whistler's just dead that's not how the movie started they started out they were you know still hunting vampires and whatever but the vampires actually very cleverly set them up so that blade would look like a lunatic murderer oh right 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 they and then set him up to kill some humans it's not really clear why the humans signed up for this i but, don't either because they seem to be like willing participants in it and i'm not really sure what was in it for them babe the more i think about this movie the more it does not make sense to me yeah but you know they they, they basically they had Blade kill a bunch of people while they videotaped it, and then they like sent it to the news. Yeah, he got who, caught guess, in like, 4K. After yes, he did get caught in 4K, and after that, I guess the news when the society was like, "Hey, this guy like running around with a gun shooting people is bad because the bodies aren't disappearing anymore." And <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I don't, you know, it, like many things in this movie, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it wasn't the most well thought out. I. I watched this movie. I was going to give it a chance. Okay. I had you an open heart. You did not give it much of a chance. Uh, okay. Well, like five minutes in, I was like, I'm done. I'm already done. You know what sold You know what sold me? Is when the uh, vampire people are coming in. They're in Syria, I think. Yeah, they're in Syria. They're in the Wherever sun. Wherever Dracula was buried. And one of them turns around and flips off the sun. <laughs> and I was like, no. This is... And it, it, it is just all downhill from there. It is. Oh, this movie takes just the biggest shit on Blade 1 and Blade 2, which I thought were really good. And this is just, this is nothing compared to those two yeah, at so all. Let, let's, let's kind of start from the beginning and with Wesley Snipes. It is pretty clear from early on in this movie that he's uh Just like me, in. I'm phoning this in because yeah. I did not want to watch this movie. I'm not sure that he, and like Blade... Blade is not a particularly expressive character. He is sort of, you know, the stereotypical lone gunman he has. But, you know... All the charm's gone. Snipes would change the octave of his voice every so often in the first two. And in this one, it literally just sounds like he's reading the lines off of cue cards for the most part. Yeah. Um, He did not want to be there. Yeah. And it's like, if he doesn't want to be there, I don't want to be there. You know? This is his baby... And he, if he doesn't want to raise him, I don't either. Yeah, and so for those of you that are sort of, <laughs> well, well, we'll actually we'll talk about babies that Wesley Snipes gets to raise in this movie. Uh, perhaps the only time that he uh, shows emotion later. But yeah. um, you know, I, I think. It, it, like I said, it's pretty clear from the beginning that he's phoning it in. There are a ton of stories from behind the scenes of this movie. I'm excited. Uh, you are now the oral historian of yes, this. Yes, I, I have I have some of these prepared. Okay. And of, you know, like how much Wesley Snipes did not want to be there. And 
you know, it just kind of like there were, it, he was, he had such little desire to be on set that pretty much any scene where you do not see Wesley Snipes' face is most likely just his body double stand in. He I, pretty much, like, there was at one point during the making of this movie when the director told him, they're like, Wesley, why don't you just go home? Because we already have all your up close shots and we can just get the rest with your uh, body double. And so, you know, sort of a troubled set. And wait, did he say, did he take that up? And he's like, okay. No, he, he was like, scared by that and i guess started like well because he also i think he was a producer on this movie uh, yes i believe so and i feel correct me if i'm wrong i think this is the last movie he ever had a lead role in i do not think that, that is true uh i'm pretty sure he has done a variety of acting since then no no no. i i, I know that's what i'm saying but he hasn't been like it hasn't he hasn't been the I'm lead sure of the he movie was the lead in like some of these direct to dvd movies or I don't whatever think that so i think he's been in like some movies, but not like the lead character. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, but so anyway, they, you know, it, it, this sort of, you can sort of see it in an early scene in the movie when Blade and Whistler are supposed to be having this like really emotional heart to heart where Whistler's like, you're like a son to me, Blade. Like you're like uh, the only family I've ever had, like since my family was murdered, basically. And Wesley Snipes is just kind of like grunting his way through it and clearly not really caring. And then at that point, you know, FBI's most wanted, Chris Hansen, like everybody shows up to arrest Blade for, you know, I guess they're arresting him because he killed someone on camera instead of the normal thing that he does where he's just running through the streets in a trench coat they're like people. no 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 we caught you on world star so yeah so we finally have evidence <laughs> in most one of the things one of the few positives of this movie there are some the, positives there are some positives one of the things that i enjoyed was as the swat team is breaking in normally in a superhero movie if you know the cops are chasing the hero for whatever reason the hero you know you see them go to kind of crazy links to like take it easy on them it's like hey you know these are not the bad guys i'm gonna try and fight my way out of this as you know non-violently as i as can humanely as possible yeah whistler decides to go the other direction this dude said a cab and is just <laughs> blasting cops left and right every single one that like comes in he takes multiple bullet shots before he ends up going down and then in one last thing he flips off the police as he sets off a bomb killing like 50 more of them oh yeah yeah he suicide bombed potentially it, thinking that it would allow blade to escape it does not and blade gets arrested where he is interrogated. then interrogated by the secret vampire society and doctors i think <laughs> or was that the second one that had the vampire doctor uh, no, it was this no, one. It was yeah, this it was one. this one with the with the familiar doctor. He was and, like a psychiatrist or yeah. something. And then Ryan Reynolds as Hannibal King, all-time action movie name, gotta say, uh, breaks in through the glass, rescues Blade. Mm, and that's where it all and goes then, downhill. And then we're off and running with Whistler's secret daughter born out of wedlock. So that's how they explain that he like had family, but then it doesn't really explain. He didn't want her to fight vampires. And so he's like, I'm going to like, away from me. But he like never fucking mentioned her. sort of gave her tips apparently on how to fight <sighs> vampires. Yeah, so, I don't know. And she yeah. has a bow and arrow. Yeah. She has a bow and arrow and like basically a lightsaber thing that's like UV light that uh, like, like slices through. the vampires. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was kind of cool. But... And she also, you know, in another example of how tech can sort of date a movie is seen oh, as like she's seen as like this cutting edge. Like, oh, my God, she has an iPod with ear with yes. earbuds with the and cords. She makes, <laughs> she makes her own playlist for killing vampires, which seems sort of inefficient because it's like they're supposed to be talking to each other as they're going through yeah like happens if he, they're all she's like, like she's like what sorry there's sorry. a banger on right now i'm uh, I, i'm blasting lincoln park right now i can't really hear you i'm too edgy for that it's like yeah. bitch no you're a team 
Um, yeah, Jessica Biel, baby girl, I'm so sorry, but you are not an action star. I cannot believe. I thought she was great. She did not look like, I was like, that is all fake. That she did not look like believable. She was too pretty. I think that's what it was. Um, yeah, there's, there's a pretty stacked cast actually in this film, which makes me kind of sad because how bad it is. Um, we got Ryan Reynolds, Jessica Biel, Patton Oswalt shows up. Killed off screen. Fucking. Patton Oswalt is killed off screen. Justice the, for Patton. The last I don't even think he wanted to be there. Is playing basketball <laughs> in the in the Vampire Hunter hideout with his Vampire Hunter friend, and then they just cut back and they're dead on the floor because their flo- so the throats got sliced by Dracula. Exactly. He was in it. Natasha Leone, for some reason, was a blind person. As, as the blind scientist whose grand plan to eliminate the vampires is to use an untested virus. With dra- mixed with Dracula's blood. She's like, will it work? Then, I don't know. She's it's like, true. I'm pretty sure it'll work, guys. We haven't done any trials because we don't have any Dracula blood, but like, release this into the world. I think it'll probably work and probably just kill the vampires. And then who else do we have? We have Triple H, which I guess is someone yeah. that some people know. I didn't know who he was. Um, he's all he's a vampire. Um, and we have Parker Posey as the villainous lady vampire with the maybe really... the only person having a good time in this movie Dude, Parker she, Posey, she does appear to be hamming it up and enjoying she it. is so campy i love her she yeah. was in josie and the pussycat dolls that movie is super great um so yeah she has a really bad haircut the entire time so that was super di- distracting and um yeah i think that pretty much rounds it up uh there's other people that i don't really know the names of like i don't know who the guy that played dracula but apparently you know who he is oh yeah it's uh I forget his name, but he he was on Prison Break and he was in uh, like the Legends CW of Arrowverse shows. See, okay. the Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't that great either. But um, yeah. So, I mean, like a lot of familiar faces, but this movie just, you know what the downfall is? It's the Ryan Reynolds character. Please it, let's talk about this. Because, yes. oh my God. So Hannibal King is a, they don't really explain how he got to be a former vampire, like how he got, they're like, yeah, they just cured him. They don't really explain. No, they had the Parker Posey character turned him into a vampire. Yeah, she turned him into a vampire, but they're like, oh, like, but I'm know, cured now. Whistler's daughter found her, found him and just cured him, I guess. And then he kept showing off his familiar tattoo, but it was like on his crotch. And I was just like, this is way too much for me. I, I don't really want to see this right now. And pretty much all of his, so yeah, just weird character, kind of weird casting for what it was supposed to, And you can tell, Almost all of his jokes are improv because they don't really make sense with the skit, with the script. And they're just kind of like left in because I think they like realized halfway through that Wesley Snipes didn't really want to talk. And so it's, there's just like a bunch of montages of Ryan Reynolds and. Oh yeah. He also narrates the movie too, for some reason. Only the beginning. Oh no. He narrates the the end end too. too. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be Wesley Snipes and he just didn't do it i don't know Honestly, like that that was my I guess don't know. i don't yeah it makes no sense i feel like there was Reynolds. probably a lot of things that they wanted to do but wesley snaps was like no fuck you all <laughs> yeah it's pretty much every single line that ryan reynolds has in this movie is like a poorly improv deadpool joke oh it's he is insufferable in this movie there are so many dick jokes butt jokes and it's just like it is too much it is annoying and at some point you think he's dead halfway through the movie and i like literally had a sigh of relief i'm like okay maybe this movie can redeem itself no he comes back he's alive 
they're just keeping him hostage. And I'm like, oh, just kill him. <laughs> like, just please. Yeah, so that he can have, like, weird sexual innuendo during oh, his, like, it's interrogation. So it's stupid. It's very cringy and He's all like, so one of the, one of the, he's, like, being interrogated by one of the vampires. And he's all like, oh, you're going to, I have a tracking device and my friends are going to find me. And they're like, cool, where's the tracking device? And he's like, it's in my left butt cheek. And then he, Triple H punches him. He's like, okay, I'll tell you. It's in my right butt cheek and then gets punched again. And he's like, all right, it's up my ass now. <laughs> and it's just like. <sighs> and then it turns out he did actually have a tracker because they found him. So they he kind of was telling the maybe truth. Maybe it was up his ass. Yeah. But I feel like Harrison, I feel like, what, 12, 13-year-old little you, if you watch that movie, you probably think that's like fucking peak comedy. Probably, yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, I want to be Ryan Reynolds. He's so funny. All the yeah. ladies like him. Spoiler yeah. alert, no. And, and the whole thing, like, where him and and uh, Lady Whistler stage the whole prison break, and it's, like, the whole premise of the beginning of the movie with Whistler is he's telling Blade, he's like, you can't have the humans after you. You know, you already got the vampires after you. You can't be killing humans and have the humans after you. And then they stage an entire prison break at, like, a heavily guarded NYC precinct, and the whole idea of the humans being after them never really comes up again. Yeah, I mean, they, like, that wasn't really resolved. They, like, kill multiple cops, shoot their way out, and it's just like, yeah, no, just go back to the, the boat hideout. They, they won't find us there. It's just... The, and, like... Even the villain, the I mean, like, the villain in the last two movies were actually pretty good. Like, the first one, a little campy, but you know what? He had points. I mean, that made sense, right? Yeah. Um, second one, like, new vampire wants to get the cure. This one just, like, doesn't make any fucking sense. Also, why are they in, like, a huge corporate office? I feel like I'm, that's kind of, like, hiding in plain sight, but, like... So have vampires taking over the world and everyone's just chill with it or something? Well, or? we saw in the first two movies that they had sort of, you know covertly taken over the world and had, were in positions of power. So to me, that wasn't like that jarring. Yeah, I guess. But I, the reasons for why the villains were going after Blade was so fucking stupid. Like they wanted to resurrect Dracula because he is the first vampire and they want his blood. That's pretty much it. So then Blade is going to go stop them. I don't know. It, it is, it's a pretty weak premise, I think. And it just doesn't have, like, the high stakes that usually the the first two kind of had, I feel like. And this was just kind of like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, they for some reason, Dracula had started calling himself Drake. So, you know, he had went sad boy mode. He was, uh, <laughs> he spent, it, weird, it was weird when he didn't spend the whole movie rapping about girls who rejected him. I yeah. thought that was going to be the whole thing. But. I know, but, you know, whatever. Um. He was also a very underwhelming character. I mean, like, if you're going to bring Dracula in this movie... Yeah, you got to have somebody that can add... This guy was just, like, angry and just smashing things. Yeah, oh, know. no. The, my favorite part is when he is alive, he's resurrected, he's running around the city, and then he goes to this specific... Vampire like, R Us, yeah. Yeah, Vampire R Us. He's looking around, and he's just, like, asking where the, like, Dracula stuff is, and the guy's like, look around. There's It's everywhere. He's on a lunchbox and stuff, and I guess he gets pissed because... He's like, that's not, uh, I did not approve this yes, artist representation. I'm not, I'm I'm not, not getting, getting any money. profits from this. And like kills them. But that was like such a random scene that yeah, like starts, wasn't. Like, suck it. He kills them and sucks all their blood out. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Like if I want Dracula in my movie, like make him fucking Dracula. Like don't make him like Mr. Hottie walking around like super buff and stuff like that doesn't even he just has a straight american accent too it's not like any like <laughs> cool no accent from his no. time like uh, he's you know, like buried decades, in, uh, like in, hundreds yeah. of years before being buried in sad he's just you know he speaks just perfect with, english yeah, just and just an american, american accent, accent. Yeah, yeah he's just boring and like 
I, you would think it'd be cool that like and he can shapeshift cool for which for some reason he turns back into whistler while he's like going through the hideout even though there's like no he's, reason for yeah him to do he's that. dead like so then yeah. people are like okay this is not real I yeah guess. oh and that ending too where he switched back that was yeah he like blade bug. defeated him with honor so he decided to morph his body into blade when he died so that the cops would think that blade was gone i know i I threw and then my Blade hands up. Spent, spent, uh, leaves the movie, jetting off on his motorcycle, off to fight wars as yet unknown. Yeah, was there like another Blade like slated to? No. Okay, this was. Yeah. Uh, by the end of this movie, there definitely was not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't really. I know that's like pretty unprofessional to do, but like I feel like I don't really blame Wesley Snipes. Like this movie was really bad, and the script was awful. I'll, I'll read you one of the lines that um. Uh, Ryan Reynolds had said, he said, her name is Dana Catalos, which is the Parker Posey character. Yes. You met her earlier, and unlike typical vampires, her fangs are located in her vagina. Yeah, they never uh, they never specify whether or not he was oh, kidding but on that. It says, Blade's expression doesn't change. And then he <laughs> says, moving on. <laughs> My expression didn't change either. I didn't either. Although I was curious, like, is that, like, was that an actual thing? Was this going to come up later? No, never did. Never, never referenced again. We'll never know. So I'm, um, I'm guessing that was not true. She did appear to have fangs in her mouth. So I don't know. Maybe it was like a, maybe I, it was a teeth. It was kind of weird. situation. Because, you know? like, it looked like her fangs were way too big for her tiny face. So she just kind of had this weird look on her face the entire time. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, it was a little strange. It was a little I, weird. I thought like, she was wearing, like, a mask for a while. No, it's like, just it her face. Just, but yeah. I think the teeth were way too big. Yeah. I will give this movie credit for two things and two things only first one there's a blood farm which was actually kind of cool i thought that was cool i thought that was going to get explored way more but it did not but it, i mean the concept i think was really cool they're like keeping these people alive but just slowly taking they their basically kidnapped homeless people and slowly siphoned blood from them in comas and bags like you know for the rest of their lives so that they wouldn't have to continue killing humans they had decided that was inefficient I don't know. That's pretty smart. It did lead to probably the best yes. scene in this whole movie. Yes. When Wesley Snipes takes the, the corrupt cop to make him show him around uh -huh. the uh, blood bank and, with Jessica Biel's character. And he's pointing a gun at him. And the guy's like, I can't take you in there. They'll kill me. And Wesley Snipes goes, kill you? Motherfucker, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy's like, yeah, okay, good point. And then Wesley, uh, you know, Blade gives him 20 seconds to leave the place. And then he, and just, he just shoots, shoots him. him. He's like, never mind. I think that was, like, the only, probably the only scene that, like, Wesley Snipes actually liked. Because it looked like... No, yeah, there was one other scene where you could tell he was having fun. And it was during his first showdown with Drake, Dracula, on the roof, when Drake decides to kidnap a baby. Oh, I'm just oh, going to yes, refer yes. to him as Drake for <laughs> yeah, the rest of this. That's fine. Because it's way funnier if the audience, uh, like, just for yourself... Imagine every story that we're about to tell about this character as Drake the rapper. And yeah. so Drake kidnaps a baby as he's running away from Blade, as oh, one does. Wait, wait, and but they were running, but they were running through all the like apartment buildings, basically just fucking Kool-Aid man yeah, smashing they went through full, every single wall. <laughs> they went full Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Fast Fear in Fast Five. And they were just busting through walls. And then they get up to a, a like a roof. And Drake is outlining his, you know, evil plot to Blade. Doesn't matter. And Blade is like, I'm just going to kill you. And he's like, okay, but first, can you catch? And he, like, throws the baby <laughs> towards Blade. And Blade catches it. And Drake is just gone. But then Blade looks at the little baby and he's like, coochie-coo. <laughs> that took me out. Yeah. It was just so random. Um, and then the second part I wanted to talk about that was actually cool was 
vampire Pomeranian. Uh, which we were able to find out was a vampire Pomeranian through the seamless exposition through dialogue of Hannibal King. You made a goddamn vampire Pomeranian? Vampire Pomeranian! That was the coolest part! You know why? Because then his little mouth opens and it's like kind of like the mouth that we saw in Blade 2. And it was like... And then... He had the little predator mouth from so, Alien vs. Exactly, yeah. So then yeah. I was like, oh my god, I hope they bring this back. And they fucking do! So during, during the whole fight scene in that like big like office building office building. Yeah, yeah. i think i think they decided to have the climactic showdown in a we work yeah basically and um so it and it and it, i think it's ryan reynolds character yeah he yeah. runs into the pomeranian dog and he's like okay i can kill this dog but all of a sudden two big uh i think dobermans yeah. or uh yeah dobermans come and they're yeah. also vampires yes but then they die. But yeah, he you know deals what? with them by by like moving quickly, and then they all run past him and slip on the tile floor and fall out a window. I mean, that kind of like. But I think that concept is really cool, having vampire dogs, because they were saying that they were uh, injecting the vampire serum kind of thing into animals to see. Yeah, their whole plan was to try and build a perfect vampire without weaknesses. Why did they choose a pomeranian? I don't know. It's funny as fuck, and I like it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Somebody had a sense of humor, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And it's, they, it's kind of a bummer because they don't really go into much of those two concepts that are actually really cool, and I would have been interested in it, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, they also kind of crucially never explain why the movie is called Blade Trinity instead of just Blade 3. I don't, there's no Trinity references no. as far as I could tell. Maybe I don't know. the Trinity is. Wesley Snipes, Ryan Reynolds, and Jessica Biel. The big three. The big three. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Um, yeah, this is just, it's just so sad because like the first two movies were so good. And then just having it, having this trilogy go out in such a whimper was just, it's like now a joke. Like this is, this is basically why I didn't want to watch the first two Blades is because I heard that the third one was really bad. And then I was expecting the other ones to be bad too. So that kind of sucks that it just... This is the legacy that this movie's going to leave until we remake it with someone else. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, one of the first... I think this movie also is the first Marvel movie to have that Marvel opening with the flipping of the comic books. That is possible. I don't know. It is true. Okay. I looked it up. Um, But, yeah. So, the, it... History. Yeah. History time? <laughs> Let's segue no, into I'm, some... I'm just, it made history. Yes, it did. Sort of. Uh, Did you have anything else about the back... Backs backstage kind of drama yeah so as you could probably guess by the tone and tenor of this recap of the movie this was not a good movie and often like many not good movies there are some good movies that you know or some bad movies that just go through production and everything's fine and it was just a bad movie yeah but many of them there is maybe a troubled production behind mm -hmm. that and this one uh i would say fit into the Ladder bucket. Uh, yeah. Don't worry, darling has nothing on this movie. <laughs> okay. Don't worry, darling probably has something <laughs> on this movie. Uh, it's, I don't know if it got that bad, but um, Wesley Snipes, after this movie uh, was released, sued New Line Cinema and the filmmakers for five million uh, because he alleged that Blade Trinity's director, screenplay, and supporting cast were all approved without his express consent, which violated his contract. He also complained that writer-director David Goyer made racist remarks regarding Snipes' professionalism and refused to punish a crew member who wore a racist t-shirt while filming. Uh, on oh. top of that, 
On no. top of that, Snipes claimed that New Line Cinema had intentionally hired only white individuals, still owed him $3 million, and didn't help <laughs> the actor obtain a tax exemption on the grounds that he was being paid from a Swiss company for a movie being filmed in Canada. So, sort of a little bit of a prelude kind to of a, his potential legal issues yeah, down the line. With bit, the, that, that tax bit at the little end, it's like... Uh, Hold on. He basically Wesley. asked the IRS to investigate him <laughs> with this lawsuit. Um, but everything else, I kind of see why he would be pissed. I mean, he is a producer. This is a character that he helped build up. And to not have any say in what like is going to happen in this movie, I... I'd be pissed too. Like it's kind of weird that he didn't, considering that he has a producer's credit. I believe his like company was involved. I, it's I, I don't really. I have feel like full... someone took over and was just like, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do what you want to do. Yeah, it's probably some studio change or something. Well, like apparently, I think Guillermo del Toro was supposed to direct the third one, but he did not. But he does still get credit for some of the like uh, concept art that they had. So maybe he was like the one behind the blood bank and the dogs because those were like the only two cool parts. <laughs> that would make sense actually. Those would be very like him ideas, I think, based on his. I'm just bummed because I feel like this movie would be way better if he directed it, but Agreed. alas. And just, you know, just for the purposes of citation and ethics, all, all everything I just read was from the article Why Hollywood Won't Cast Wesley Snipes Anymore <laughs> uh, from the website Looper. So you can go and check that out by uh, the journalist Adam James. Uh, so, you know, all, like, I just laid out all of those allegations and everything. Um, you know, there were sort of different stories from other members of the cast. Yeah, I heard uh, Patton Oswalt had some stuff to say about that. Yeah, this is a direct quote from Patton Oswalt. He says, Wesley Snipes was just effing crazy, or I can say fucking, was just fucking crazy in a hilarious way. He wouldn't come out of his trailer and he would smoke weed all day. <laughs> then I remember one day on the set, they let everyone pick their own clothes. That actually tracks. The actually, there's no way that Jessica Biel was picking out her own clothes. No, they're like all the men can pick out their clothes, <laughs> yeah. but except Jessica Biel. <laughs> there was one black actor who was also kind of a club kid, and he wore the shirt with the word garbage on it in big stylish letters. It was his <laughs> shirt, and Wesley Snipes came down to the set, which he only did for close-ups. Everything else was done by his stand-in. I only did one scene with him. But he comes on and goes, there's only one other black guy in this movie, and you make him wear a shirt that says garbage? You racist motherfucker. <laughs> And for his part, uh, yeah, Snipes has denied that story, and his only thing was just like, you got to look at the source of the information. Uh, Not Patton. So he, what, he came for like, Patton. I, you know what? But Patton isn't like saying like, oh, he was a terrible person. He was just like, yeah, he's just a weirdo. It's fucking funny, and yeah, you know, it sounds like he was amused by it. Yeah, um, I think Ryan Reynolds also. One of them said like, I never got to meet Wesley Snipes. I only met Blade. As in, like, Wesley just did not talk to anyone afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so he, so this is again from Patton Oswalt. He said, Wesley sat down with David, the, the writer-director of the movie, and was like, I think you need to quit. You're detrimental to this movie. And David was like, why don't you quit? We've got all your close-ups, and we could shoot the rest with your stand-in. And that freaked Wesley out so much that for the rest of production, he would only communicate with the director through, through post-it, post-it notes. notes huh? And he would sign each post-it note from Blade. Kind of I want to watch commend. a documentary I to, on I, this I movie. I need this. I need I footage I of this. I don't want to watch the movie again, uh, but I want to watch a documentary. I, I have on to this commend movie. Wesley Snipes for his level of pettiness. Like that is just, oh, that's Chef's kiss right there. Like I'd be pissed off as like a, an actor if I was acting with him, but like I'd be kind of laughing because it's like it sounds like Pat Oswalt thought it was funny. It's just hilarious. He was just so pissed off that he was just gonna make it as difficult as possible for everyone else yeah and basically got himself blacklisted from hollywood yeah. almost so you know 
Well, anyway, I hope they bring him back as Blade in the Deadpool movie. Could you imagine if he could be like... Ryan Reynolds again? Multiverse Blade? No. Multiverse Blade! (laughs) Multiverse Blade! Could you imagine if they brought back Wesley Snipes, but he plays the Whistler character? I already suggested that like two episodes ago. That'd be so good. You you do this all the time, (laughs) where you just take my takes, and you try to give them to other people, but then you forget that I'm the person that gave it to you. Okay, how about this? This is... They turned him into Dracula. Bringing him back to Dracula would actually be... That would be amazing. He'd be a way better and cooler I feel like he can ham this shit up so hard. Or Drake. Sorry. He can play Drake. No, no, no. He's not playing Drake. He's playing Dracula. What if they had Drake come and play Drake? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But he'd have to be in the wheelchair because he's a really good wheelchair actor. He's just like, they took all my blood and... (laughs) You didn't get the Degrassi episode uh, reference. I did not. He was in Degrassi. Yeah. And he was in a wheelchair. Oh. I was he got shot. To you. I was trying to think of Drake lyrics from my head. I know you weren't listening to me. Okay. Um, so yeah, this kind of this trilogy. I didn't hate it as much up. as you did. I kind of enjoy it. Was... It's a bad movie. It's not even that it's not even as good as the other ones, which are like fun, bad, you know, cheesy, campy movies. They were not cheesy. That was cinema at its peak. <laughs> okay. Okay, but that is um that is that is my Citizen Kane. This is a legitimate Marvel movies. <laughs> this is a legitimately bad movie. It is worth a watch if you watch the other two because if you just watch it and, you know, you keep it, you just pretend that Drake is playing Drake. Another thing, wait, hold on. Another thing I want to mention is that the fighting scenes were the fucking worst in this movie. Jessica Biel at one point gets into a slap fight. I did have that in my note. Yes. It it just was not choreographed at at all. And it does that thing that now a lot of movies do where it's just like a bunch of cuts. So you can't really see. It's not like a fluid action. Like you're just watching it. It's just really like all these. the first MCU movie. Right? But up Got him! Like the last <laughs> couple. <laughs> the last couple movies. So like the first one was like really actiony as in like kind of like in that matrixy kind of way where it's like everyone's flipping around. Yeah. And stuff like, like that. the flowing capes and yes. trench coats. And... and then the second one was a lot more like martial arts, you yeah. know, focused because of who the choreographer was, Donnie Yen. And then this one was just like. I don't think anyone fought in this movie. I think it was just all basically like cut to look like they were and probably sped up. I, th- I think Wesley Snipes' stand-in probably did some. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's shout out to Wesley Snipes' stand-in, okay? Yeah, yeah, you know. He didn't want this, but you know, he basically... The real star of the movie, yeah. honestly. Just, honestly, he's by just screen like, time, he may have been the real star of like, the movie. He's like, listen, I was only slated for like two days of filming, but now you have me filming the whole fucking movie. What's going on? And they're like, we just, we really I, I wouldn't you. be surprised if there were scenes where Wesley Snipes' face was CGI'd onto this dude. I would not be surprised either. Yeah. But, you know... So I, I'm, I'm like glad we watched the Blade movies, but like kind of not because of this fucking tragedy. But aren't you ready for a reboot now? No, I like <laughs> the first two. Why can't we just keep it like that? Like they still hold up. They're still good movies. I don't know why we have to fucking remake it. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I'm going to go watch it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I'm, I'm going to be there. My butt's going to be in that seat to watch it. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm also kind of. I hope that they don't lose the sort of campy tones that this one if had. they make this serious and they make it such a tragic backstory and like he's gonna be like a really like emotional character i'm not for it like yeah. that's, that's just not who blade is he's not an emotional character he's just a badass guy that wants to kill vampires there's it there's no mo- emotional depth to that like that's not what we want we want the action right yeah no, but I'm, i feel like I'm marvel's gonna be like oh but he's thanos's cousin or something shit <laughs> no, like that <laughs> It's more, and then they're gonna have Morbius come for some reason too. At the end, a post-credit scene. Wait, do Morbius and Blade do they ever like? Yeah, hang out and stuff. Yeah, 
Okay, so that's like a yeah, Morbius like, is like crossovers. a Blade character. Yeah. I thought Morbius was more of a Spider-Man no, character. No, Spider-Man character, but they've crossed over for sure. I'm pretty sure Blade has tried to kill him before. He should. Yeah. If they can get a movie where they're killing the Jared Little Morbius, I'm here. I'm here. What for if it. that's the first scene of the new Blade movie? It's just him. But it's not even like the real Jared Little. It's like a stand-in. Yeah. They don't even call him back. They just. Yeah. It's just a weird dude with really long hair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and he just it. goes, he's like, he's like, you can't stop me. It's Morbin time. And, and then Blade is like, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. <laughs> Babe, I think we should, you know. We, I we think... should write this movie. It sounds like it's having some problems. <laughs> exactly, we right? The, we should be on the writing team for this. I feel like Wesley Snipes is just waiting by the phone and he's all like, you've come back to me. Well, well so <laughs> he actually did at one point before they announced Mahershala Ali as the new uh, Blade. He had said that Marvel had been in contact with him about a Blade movie. And coming back. Honestly, so, I think he could still do it. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's in pretty good shape, right? He's not like... Yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah. He's old, but I'm like... He still acts in action movies. Yeah, so yeah he's, he's still, still good. Still... Okay, Mahershali needs to leave. We need oh we need Wesley Snipes. I'm telling you, he's he's multiverse blade. Multiverse blade. Yeah. He's, he's for Secret Wars. He comes out. Mm, nah, I don't like that. Um, With Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, and the Fox X-Men. I mean, it's getting too crowded, dude. Like, I, I just, I can't keep up anymore. I feel like I'm like my dad now. My dad's just like, how many Spider-Man are there? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't there just be one? Why is it so confusing? And or now, like watching Wonder Woman. It's like, where's Captain America? <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, well, I'm glad that we're done with this. Uh, if you guys liked any of this or you want to listen to uh, a previous Blade episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a shout out on Twitter. Obviously, don't give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because I do not listen. Or no, no, no. Still give us one. Mia's just not going to do anything for you. <laughs> just, if you. If you have it in your heart, we do this for no money. If we get more than a thousand views on this podcast episode, Harrison will do a TikTok dance. What? Stop signing me up for this. <laughs> Um, anyways, our next movie is going to take a little turn and we're going to go watch a rom-com movie that I was completely obsessed with. 500 Days of Summer. (laughs) Okay, I guess at least it's not a Disney princess movie. Well, we'll see. Anyways, uh, stay safe everyone out there and, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.